0: Alright, welcome back to another Into the Base Thursday, but today's Friday, you know. Things happen, people become late, but hey, what are you going to do? But with me, you know I'm never alone. I got my boy, the biggest featherweight on the damn planet. Do me, study gang, Lebusho. What's up, bro?
1: I'm good, man. How are you?
0: Hey, I'm good, G. I've just had a crazy ass week, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
1: you wanna I share know. some details? Hey, bro. <sighs> yeah,
0: hey, it's my dog, man. Like,
1: oh, uh-huh.
0: Yeah. She, so, so yeah, I've got two dogs, right? A male and a female. Mm. <clears throat> so the female one was pregnant and was was in the process of giving birth, right? Yeah. And this was on on Monday.
1: Hmm. Wait. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, it, it, was, it was on Monday. So we we took her to the vet because something was happening. Like she just stopped giving birth. Like she she gave birth to four puppies, but then two of them two of them died. And now we were left with two, but then there was still like quite a lot that was still in that was still stuck inside of her. Because one actually came through the birth canal, but then something was blocking something was blocking that that puppy from coming out. And it actually this pink stuff just came out of her. Mm. So we had to take her to the vet. And then the vet that we normally take her to said we have to rush her to another another animal hospital because that one they they were understaffed. You know, mm. it was it was one doctor on duty, so mm. she wasn't going to be able to do a cesarean section on her. Own. Plus, yeah. they they were going to close in the next hour, right? They're not mm. a twenty four hour animal hospital. Clinic, yeah. yeah. So yeah. now, so now they they said we must go to another, a different one. So we go to this mm-hmm. different one, right? Yeah. And then, like. the the first time we met them, right? That just made me realize why, why having insurance for <laughs> medical medical aid for your pets is important. Like mm. I used to think this, this is just some bullshit, but now that procedure was that procedure cost like ten to twelve grand, bro.
1: Damn! Woo. Yeah.
0: I mean. It's not it's not like the puppies were uh, alive anyway because when when they did the cesarean section all the puppies that were still inside of her were dead so mm. now they had to take all of those out and then something happened and the bladder fell out and other organs fell out so they had to put they they had to put her back together mm. and then yeah
1: I only got it back wow. yesterday how is it though
0: Nah, she's she's looking good, man. So they they actually had to put the other two puppies down, the two that were alive. Because mm. I mean, we weren't gonna be able to take care of them because like you have to feed them every two hours. You have to wipe them down so so that they urinate and everything. You know? mm. Mm. So doing that every two hours, like who who was gonna be at home to do that?
1: And, yeah, yeah. The,
0: the dog is actually pretty weak to do that herself,
1: you know? Yeah, so, yeah.
0: They were going to die a slow death anyway, so nobody was going to be able to take care of them because oh. there's nobody at home at that time for eight weeks.
1: Yeah. I swear that.
0: Yeah, man. So that's that's basically what's been happening. But now she, she's back. She's being spayed, So she's not going to have any more puppies, though.
1: She's not going to have any puppies anymore. Yeah. So basically, these niggas, uh, dog niggas, are going to be banging for free. And <laughs> don't, don't have to take responsibility after that.
0: Basically.
1: <laughs> that's good. Sure, that's bro. good. Yeah, but I think in that case, you know that the animals release these um, pheromones, right? These hormones mm-hmm. that attract male dogs to come. So I think with this incident, they might not be able to release those um, hormones since it's not able to conceive. What do you Thank think? You,
0: yeah, I I don't know. That, that's that's a possibility. I, yeah. I actually have to look that up. I've never never really thought about it that way. Mm. But yeah, mother. I have to look
1: that up. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm, I'm really sorry for what happened, man. And um, this, I'm probably sure there's people who will be listening to this podcast and being like, "Dude, what the fuck? Twelve grand on a dog?" Number two, be saying like, "Why are you so stressed about a dog?" I I would probably be one of those people. However, <laughs> I once worked with a dentist. His name is Doctor Wu. I learned a lot from this guy. A lot from this guy. So the guy got married. Um, had a wife. So they did not have kids. So they bought two dogs and treated those dogs like it's their kids. So from there on, they were like, those are our kids. So every time they address their dogs, it's our kids. So I got to understand the type of relationship that certain people have with their own pets. And just for us, we just see a dog, what you're thinking about, say, it's not like that with other people. It's definitely not like that with other people. They have that emotional connections with those pets. And in the similar way, dogs connect emotionally with um, human beings as well. So, yeah, I, I, I get it, man. And I'm really sorry for whatever that's that, that that's been happening. But for the, you, are, you are a very critical motherfucker, to be honest with you, yeah? You are very critical. <laughs> I'm sure there are people who are going to be listening here who want to trash you like hell. Here, yeah. I'll do it for... I'll do it I'll do it for, <laughs> do it yeah. for them but um,
0: oh, um uh-huh you know what's the most annoying part about going to a vet right
1: yeah like
0: there's always somebody who's an expert like there's you it's it's so annoying bro. because every time i go to the vet yeah, mm-hmm. there's always somebody who's going to tell me oh Their dog also had that kind of problem, and they did this and this and that for for him, and now it's all good and all that. I'm like, okay, cool. So why don't you just become a vet? You know, yeah. Why don't you just become a vet? Like, I've I've heard so many stories from people at at the at the veterinary office, bro. Mm. That's like, shut the fuck up, okay? If you are such an expert on dogs or on pets or whatever, you wouldn't do something about it. Mm. You you would have you would have fixed your own problem. You wouldn't be here right now. You know? So mm. shut the fuck up. You know, if you wanna have a conversation, have a normal conversation. Don't don't lecture me. Yeah. Like I, I don't I don't need this right now. I don't need a lecture when I'm at the vet. You know, I'm worried about my I'm worried about my dog, you know. But yeah, yeah man, it it's pretty cool having dogs, bro. Like I've I'm actually somebody who grew up with dogs, so all my life I've just been surrounded by dogs. You know, so it's like they they are very loyal. You know, they are very mm-hmm. loyal. They, they will never turn their back on you. They will never and all they want all they want to do is for you to feed them, to walk them and just give them belly rubs. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: Very, very low maintenance, very low maintenance. Never, they will I, never judge you. You give them the same meal every day for their entire lives and they will act like it's the greatest meal on the planet. bro.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's very true. But, bro, I'm from the hood. We don't do that shit in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the hood, bro. So, yeah, I wouldn't know about that. It's a dog that is always outside on the um, line or something and you just feed it there and its job is to make sure that we are safe at night, and yeah, I, I I never had that connection with a dog, like or any other pet, um, to be specific. Yeah, uh, so yeah, man, I I wouldn't understand this whole thing, but it is what it is, man. I'm no longer in the hood now, though. Yeah, <laughs> no longer in the hood now. <laughs> yeah, one one of one one of the unfortunate um, guys to get out of the hood, um, but. Um, tell me, man. Um, just in two minutes. Um, what do you think about this whole um chaos that's happening in South Africa?
0: Honestly, I think it's much bigger than than just freeing Jacob Zuma. right? I think it's it's been a long time coming. You know, if, mm-hmm. if politicians want to talk about no, this is something we didn't foresee. Well, you guys haven't haven't been doing much to to keep us away from this, you know, so I mean the people were were being given government um, government help of 350 rand a month yeah, and yeah 350 rand a month is not enough it's nowhere near enough you know? it's probably not mm. enough for a week yeah like, honestly, if, if I had to live off 350 rand a month If I have to live off 350 rand a week, I would lose weight. Like I would lose a lot of weight. So it's the whole thing going on right now, it's it's crazy. Like you it's easy to say, no, the people that are doing it are hooligans, the people who are doing it are thieves, Mm -hmm. but they've been forced into that situation. They've been forced into those actions. They they have no other choice. You know they they have no jobs. Most of them, some of them had jobs, but now, due to COVID, due to all these restrictions, their their workplaces have been shut down. Um, some of the companies aren't trading anymore, so now mm-hmm. they are left jobless, and there are less. There's less availability of jobs, so now they have to resort. To what they have to resort to, you know, it's it's survival basically. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's extreme but it's survival it's it's what they've been forced to
1: mm, mm, the... no that i was i wasn't i wasn't expecting that coming from you but since you are clearly stating it in that way that is that is true man i mean mm. these people are suffering man. and they the way I, I, for me personally i don't like politics you'll never see me in politics because they are all bullshit. They are all bullshit. African politics, they are all cut from the same cloth. Politicians are all cut from the same cloth. And I stand by that. If I would like to um add or change something, I'll go out there and do it myself and try to change life of people around me and people closer to me and wherever I can be able to help to change people's lives. And these guys, man, they, they claim that Jacob Zuma's administration for the whole nine years he has been in power. They looted um 500 billion, right? Mm-hmm. Where else... Only last year, it's not even a year, 500 billion was looted by the new government after Zoom, only last year, beginning of COVID, up until, it didn't even take six months, right? Mm -hmm. By December, it was gone, 500 million. And they claim that Jacob Zuma lost 500 million in the period of um, nine years. What about the one that's lost in six six months? What do you say about that? So it's all... Games pointing fingers and all that, and it's it, it's all bullshit for me, man. And it it, it it like you said, it's been a long time coming, and it's not an issue of years. The issue of whole arrest um came by, and people who are starving saw an opportunity to put food in their, ta- in, in their tables, So they went to their shops and took whatever they could be able to take. So, I mean, it's like you say been in a long time coming and I I feel bad and sorry as a country that you are going to have to live and see people live in poverty while people are able to steal 500 billion from those people so it's really sad man
0: yeah man you know it's another thing is that KZN has no more petrol yeah Like there's, there's no petrol whatsoever so you go to you go to a petrol station, you're gonna get nothing bro. Or Durban, nothing. I think, I think it's just mm. Durban. Mm. But yeah, man, that's that's how bad it is. Like even yesterday when when we were fetching my dog from from the vet, mm. we actually went around looking for gas, right? Yeah. But we couldn't find gas anywhere, bro. Like we mm. went to we went all the way to Athlone. Uh, went to a few factories outside. Uh, yeah. We went to Maitland. Went to. Uh, we checked around in Epping. Mm-hmm. But nothing, bro. Nothing. Only found it today. Wow. Yeah.
1: <sighs> it's but, tough, bro.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's. Th- this whole thing is going to make coming back, like, it's going to make it so much harder to bounce back. Yeah. But right now, if, if you wanna be an opportunist, now is the time to to buy stocks, right? Now is the time to really check what stocks are in South Africa to, which stocks are available to buy in South Africa, right? Like which mm. companies are suffering. It's gonna be a big risk. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong, it's gonna be a big yeah. risk, but on the other end, when the economic boom happens, If you are one of the lucky ones to actually have bought stocks from a company that's going to recover very quickly, Mm -hmm. you stand—you stand to make a lot of money.
1: Yeah, that's 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 true.
0: Yeah, man. But yeah, that's 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 basically what's happening right now. That's what's
1: happening in the country. It's really sad because everyone is talking about it. So I just wanted us to touch a little bit on it and. Um, as people see it, yes, people died. I think about 76 people died. It's really sad. And I didn't want to really look into it and see those pictures because they're very horrifying. And it's not a nice scene to see those people lying on the ground and all that. But, yeah, that's what's happening. But it's not as bad as people might be thinking that it's so bad in South Africa. It's only certain um country, certain, um certain provinces. Sorry. That are affected, and the rest of other provinces, um I think it's seven of them, yeah seven right mm. yeah. they are operating very well, and there's nothing happening in them, so yeah, everything is going well. it's only these two provinces that are affected, and yeah, but things are not as bad like other planet, other, other other countries where people see wars, um police or soldiers shooting people, um buildings being bombed, and all that, yeah, yeah, it's not as bad as that
0: the gym and that's that's not as bad as that but every country has has their own problems you know but mm-hmm.
1: yeah,
0: I mean it just like even, even though there are those problems life mm-hmm. goes on man people people still work through them people work through the problems they love, yeah go through the problems day to day you know but it just shows you the resolve of of humanity the the possibilities of yeah. humanity like how strong humanity is you know that mm-hmm. we can we can live through tough times and just keep going, you know yeah. wake up the next day and start moving you know yeah yeah but, yeah um right yeah now, We I don't, don't... Have much to say about it cuz i don't really, yeah. really like it into politics.
1: Yeah, but without wasting any time, and I think uh, let's, let's let's just get down to it.
0: Yeah, man. So, <laughs> so so this past weekend we coming we coming mm. from probably the biggest fight of the year, right? Yeah. Conor McGregor. Give it, us your thoughts. It, it it ended up, it ended really in a weird situation. It was it was an anticlimactic end.
1: I'm sorry for him, it's all I'm sorry.
0: We don't give a f- I, I hear you. I, I hear you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was there was the aim, yeah. <laughs> never, never, ever, ever over.
0: <laughs> yeah, bro. But honestly, honestly, like the aftermath is bad. The aftermath is seriously bad, man. Because mm-hmm. and and it mainly stems to it mainly comes back to Conor McGregor everything that he's be, that he's been saying backfired you know mm. everything that he's been saying backfired pre-fight and most of all post-fight you know because mm. Conor was the one who who predicted Dustin would be going out on the stretcher Dustin yeah. would be broke Dustin is fragile uh, Dustin would be out in the first round and all those things happened to him he went out on mm. the stretcher he said Dustin was gonna be fragile, he's the one who broke his leg. Uh he said Dustin was gonna go out in the first round. Connor was the one who couldn't make it past the first round, you know. So yeah, there was that, but that didn't that wasn't really much, you know. And I didn't really look mm-hmm. much into the the whole busted ear thing. Because mm-hmm. I mean it's a cauliflower ear, you can bust it any time. One good elbow, yeah. it's open. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the aftermath really stems down to everything that's been happening after the fight. With, mm. um, I remember the, the Instagram live that you sent me, that you shared mm-hmm. with me. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. And then when, when I watched it, I was like, I really don't like what John Kavanaugh is saying, man. Like, yeah. The things that he's saying, it's how can you be satisfied with what your fight is doing? You know, how how was he satisfied? How was he not concerned with what Connor was going through in the first round? Because knowing Dustin, that shit is only going to get worse. Like mm. that, that beating is only going to get worse. Like Connor's, uh, The first round is Connor's best round. And that, if that's what's going to happen, Dustin does, Dustin's best round is not the first round. Dustin just mm-hmm. only gets better from the first round. So, yeah. Knowing that, how are you not concerned about your fighter, man? And Michael Bisping actually came out and said, Conor McGregor should fire John Kavanaugh immediately. So what do you, th- what do you think about that, though?
1: Um, yeah, yeah, I just saw that now, like, when we started the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. You know, fire John Kavanaugh. Like I said to you, man, we don't know what's happening in that training camp. And we speculated a lot about who actually runs the training camp, right? Yeah. So, and we saw when John Kavana still had a, uh huh.
0: Be, it's been publicized that Connor is the one who runs the training camp.
1: So why would Kana have to fire John Kavana instead of Kana saying, you know what, let me come back down and start listening to my coaches? Mm. You
0: see that? That's, mm. that's, that's that's what I was also saying. You know, yeah, Connor needs to. He needs to be able to humble himself he needs to be able to let the coaches coach let the coaches yeah, run the
1: training sessions it it, it it confuses me man. from time to time all the coaches come and always um um praises yeah. kindnesss knowledge praises kindness fight IQ praises Cans It's like you know can it's like can yeah. the one who's running everything yeah fighters are supposed to be praising pra- um praising coaches not the other way around yeah yeah yeah. yeah. just don't Seem to be understanding that part. Kana has a high, high IQ level. Um, when it comes to that's fighting, right, right. so he he implements one, two, three, four. So we are following what he's implementing, and he, Kana is changing this. Kana is doing this. No, when are you guys going to say now in the camp we're gonna change one, two, three, four? You, you get what I'm trying to say, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So that's 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 what I don't understand. I think. I, I I I don't know, man. Like, I really don't know anymore. The, 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 I was looking at his sparring partners. I only saw one person that's sparring partners who's actually South Pole. Only one person. Everyone was regular arms sparring partners, orthodox fighters. And I'm like, you're fighting a flipping South Pole boxer. Why are you trading with orthodox fighters? So, no, it... yeah? Look, Connor, kinda... Th-
0: this, this, is, this is what happens when. When you don't listen to your coaches, you stop evolving. You know. Yeah. You Derek Brunson. Derek Brunson. Derek Brunson actually thanked um this Cruz for actually telling him, "Hey, you need to get a coach,
1: or mm-hmm. your game
0: is not going to evolve." You know. Like yeah. after that, um, after that Israel Adesanya lost. After that, Israel Adesanya lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, they asked him, "Who's your coach?" He said, nah, I run, my, I run my own training camps. And they said, yeah. nah, bro, you got to get a coach. And coming from Dominic Cruz, you know, Dominic Cruz is one of the most cerebral fighters out there. You know, he's probably mm-hmm. one of the smartest fighters out there. He's probably going to be a much better coach than he was a fighter. Even though yeah. that's going to be very hard to do. But Dominic Cruz mm-hmm. was a fucking great fighter. Mm. Coming from him, it just shows you, bro, like a coach is necessary. Somebody yeah. has to run your camp because you're already in a, in a high stress environment where yeah yeah you are going to be fighting. You are locked in a cage with another with another man who's also trying to take your head off. So you don't need yeah. the stress of also running your own camp. You no, know, let somebody else do that. Let somebody else take that responsibility,
1: and y- focus y- on
0: what you have to do.
1: And you know the other thing: if this fighting is like a video game, you go in there and do what you're trained to do. If it does not work, you go back to your coach who's been watching the fight from the outside, who's not emotionally invested in the fight, who's not getting punched in the face and say, no, here's your mistakes. Fix here. The person is doing, um. your opponent is making mistakes here. Capitalize there, right? So if you're going to, a, like, I, I I wouldn't blame John Kavanagh to be specific on that one. I wouldn't blame him. For example, Israel Adesanya, I think Kana chooses his own sparring partners. Like, I don't know. I do not want to speculate up until something comes up. I do not have any inside information on that. But you cannot be training for a fight and you are in Dubai with your family and you are training alone. Basically, what you are doing is you're running around and doing weight. That's basically what he did. He only came to USA and trained for four weeks before the fight.
0: Yeah, I remember. Like, where Yeah, I think he actually bought out an entire, what? An, an entire storage unit. Yeah. Yeah. So, something like that. I'm not sure. But that, that's what it looked like.
1: Yeah. But, and, yeah man. and you have Dustin Poirier immediately after beating you up. He went straight to the gym to do what? to start a training camp to fight you. And it showed in the fight. Yeah. So I don't know. I think firing um his coach I don't think it will happen. I don't think he will use excuses enough to get there, right? But the, what the coach basically said is, um, I was not, um, supp- what do you say? I, mean, I was not surprised or I was not really um, concerned. Yes, you know, we we don't know what, cause um, from what I, I heard from Kana and his camp, they said that every single two rounds, they introduce a new sparring partner to come fight with him. A fresher man to fight with him, and he has to finish that guy. So that's what they've been implementing in their own um training camp. So maybe this could have worked, maybe they had a, a technique as to what they were supposed to do. Because the coach said, This is what Dustin likes to do. So whenever he tries to go for a takedown, go for a DT. So that was the plan of the ICAM best of all. Well. It's just that the 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 the, the um execution of, of the technique, it was at the wrong time and at the wrong place to actually um execute the thing. Yes, he was in danger, yes, he couldn't take the strikes anymore. And there's one thing that I loved about him. When Dustin sparked him, you know what he did? He did not back down, he did not leave himself open, he did what he changed, which is something, an improvement that I saw from the first fight. Whenever Kanak get um, rocked, or oh, we know, every single time he gets rocked, he goes for a takedown, right? Yeah. That's number one. Number two, he did not initiate the takedown, but initiated what the change, which was, I'll be safer in this position than standing with this guy and um, exchanging feasts. So, I I, 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 I I don't know man, but I'm really, really happy that he learned that now he knows how to take punches now. Now he knows how to get heavily hit and manage to survive the round. That's 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 an improvement that I saw in that fight. Dustin stashed him early in the first round and he initiated the change, was took down and was able to recover and got back on his feet. So and about cheating, I mean come on man, this is this is fighting. We do all those things. If you do it you get away with it, if you don't do it. You won't get away with it. Yes, he was holding that gloves. Yes, Dustin was also when he was in the gate, he was using the fence, kicking um, stepping on top of it. Everyone was doing all those things, man. You are not allowed to hit a person with a rabbit punch, right? Punch him at the back of the ears, right? But if you manage to let it and you can go on and Dustin Poya was landing them as so when Kana was on the floor, rabbit punches. So But the thing is, right, it's like
0: the 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 punches to the back of the head. It gets dicey when when you throw them and then the guy moves, right? When, when the guy actually moves his head and turns his head and then you hit the back of it the, and, and then you hit him behind the ear, that's when it's tricky, man. That's when it's like you weren't aiming for the back of the head. It's the same thing with uh, Eddie Alvarez. as um his, his one championship debut, right? Yeah. he got disqualified. Yeah, it's the same thing that happened, you know? Uh, the mm-hmm. guy was he was turning his head every time Eddie Alvarez threw a punch. Right. So yeah. Eddie Alvarez is hitting the back of the head and then it looked like they they well he just he got disqualified. He got disqualified for it. Mm. So it gets dicey when it's that. But like if you are aiming for the back of the head, that's when it's like, whoa, no. Either take away a point or DQ, you know. Yeah, but yeah, the holding the gloves thing that is that is something Connor was doing. Related <laughs> you can see it yourself, like he actually went for the glove and pulled on
1: So, yeah, yeah, yeah. carry on. Sorry, it's it's
0: it's tough, it's it's a tough thing, yeah. To... There's so many aspects to it, man. We, we can, yeah, we can, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Man, it, we, it could, is... we could
0: talk about it all day, and we wouldn't even be scratching the surface.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that, that makes sense, man. But um, it, it's like like you're saying, man. It, it it's a very 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 difficult situation, and. But when the fighter's on the ground and you are hitting him from the back of the head, it's another story as well. Yeah. So um, th- there was a point whereby a fighter is down and they start punching in the back of the head and all that. It's, it's like you say, it's a very dicey situation. But this is fighting, man. Those that's, that's what I'm saying. Like those things happen. If you can get away with it, good. If you can't, hard luck on you. So. That's just how it is, man. So yeah, he caught that laughs, and this is the second time that um, Hep Dean doesn't see him, and the other guy's feel disadvantaged. There's mm. many fighters who, who poke other fighters in the eyes, and they get away with it. There's many fighters. I mean, doesn't punch Connor while he was on the floor, right? After indicating that he has an injury, the referee had to step in and try to analyze what the injury I is. Think,
0: it, I didn't think he knew that um, Connor had an injury.
1: No. I thought no. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm listening.
0: What, what I saw is he thought he connected and kind of went back, and then yeah, he went on top of him. You know, because in that situation, you're not really looking at Conor's feet. You know, you're yeah. looking at the shoulders. You you're looking where the punches are going to come from. So yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I don't think he saw what happened to the ankle.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, man, but um. You know, when I saw that happening, I thought Kana was giving up in a way and trying to blame it on an injury. But when we actually saw it, we we're like, "Oh no, he's not." So um, I, I I don't know, man. He's 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 he says he had a surgery which is successful and all that, and everyone is blaming him that, um, like everyone is just tired of seeing Kana McGregor lose. That's how much people love Kana. They're so tired of seeing him lose, and. He's coming up with excuses that, look, man, I had an injury going into a fight, which we know it's a story of Conor McGregor's type. Every single fight he goes into, we always have injuries, right? It's a story of every fighter that goes into the cage. They always have injuries. If you can't take it anymore, just pull out. But we know Conor's not that type of a man that will pull out, out of a fight. So let's mm-hmm. say he went in with a broken um, leg and his game plan was to kick, but you have a broken leg on top of that, And it's been, um, I think... It it, it 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 been clear during the training camp that his, his his leg has been badly badly messed up, and you could see from the images that he released. I don't know if you managed to to see them.
0: No, I haven't seen
1: it. Yeah, yes. he released uh uh-huh. He released multiple um, um um images which shows that yes, he indeed suffered a a, a fracture. F, is it is it is it a fracture? No, a fracture is when it's completely broken, right? But a bruise fracture, yes, on, on on that left leg. And there's multiple yeah. of pictures throughout the, uh, the, the, the camp which shows that. And they've been trying by all means to make sure that they they, they they Even on embedded videos, you could see all the time he was putting his foot inside what? Cold water, right?
0: Water,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it is that but he chose to know what to do, what to step in there with an injury and fight with an injury. So it's on him as well. We understand that he's doing that, and we applaud him that, you know what, we understand. We know that you think about fans, that fans bought tickets and you're not going to pull out of your fight. You're not a pull out merchant like you always call other people. We respect you for that. But as well, you need to take um, responsibility for your own health as a fighter as well. But you cannot merely say so because whenever you go into a fight, you go into a fight injured anyway. There's no way that you can say, I just came out of a camp and I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't have any injuries or whatever. There's no absolutely no way, but there's one thing as well that I see since Kana released his um uh, healing um tethered spot healing um recovery spray, seems like he keeps having these injuries, you know. So it's a good way of promoting his own um products. What do you think?
0: <laughs> it, it, it could be, it could be, you know, but I mean, Kana is marketable, however, so. <clears throat> But be, before I get to a, a certain thought that that I had, yeah, like from something that I watched, this whole thing of 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 Connor's Connor's injury, mm. like even before the fight, even before the fight started, there, like I had some concerns because yeah. you remember as soon as Dustin got in the cage, they kind of mm. came at each other and they were stopped yeah. by security. Mm. Yeah, now. Watch Connor walk away. If you watch that fight again, just watch Connor walk away after that situation. They don't, He's got yeah. a slight limp. He's got Is a it? slight Yeah. Like I even I, I even saw it when, when I was watching the fight live. I was like, no, 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 no. Some something's wrong here. Something's wrong here. Even during the fight, like around a minute and mm. forty seconds into the fight. Yeah. I could see Connor was—he was stepping gingerly on his left leg, man. Like he—he he kept on, you know. He—he he tried the the wide stance, but then he couldn't do it. So then this—he the, starts got closer and closer into the boxing stance. Mm-hmm. So just just watch it again. Watch the fight again, and watch around that point in time from from about a minute into the fight to well, the, then just watch the second minute of the fight yeah then you you'll see and then watch also just just watch before the fight that that's Mm. after that scuffle that happened you'll you'll see Mm. like it kind of he looks tender like he's his leg looks tender but then again that's going to happen when when you only fit like four weeks of training Mm. for the fight into the when you when you when you fit training for the fight into the last four weeks of your camp yeah right that's what's going to happen because they've mainly been working on kicking, so mm. there's probably not enough time to recover and let the bones heal and all of that yeah so it's Connor can't blame anyone but himself unless mm. unless that that four weeks was because of a previous injury, then he can't blame yeah. anyone but himself man you know Dawson took this seriously. Connor seemed to he seemed to know. Something that we didn't, you know, but it didn't happen. It
1: didn't happen. Oh yeah, yeah. I just watched it. Yeah, yeah. I could see. Yeah, I could see, and it was really bruised from. It's three minutes fifty-two seconds before he got taken down, and yeah, every single time he steps down, you could see the the, the bump around the leg. Yeah, like yeah. You,
0: you see him. You see him inching his stance closer and closer. You see him. Inching yeah, his
1: legs yeah. Closer to each other. Yeah.
0: So you can see, man,
1: that that karate stones wasn't gonna last very long. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it wasn't gonna. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see. It. And and for everyone listening, we are not making excuses for Kana. We are just looking at the all possible reasons. Try to analyze this thing. Dustin won, whether you like it or you don't like it, he won, and it's fair and square. <laughs> so we are just trying to look at other issues I, as if well. Yes. Saying,
0: if I if I'm bringing these things up, trust me, these are not excuses for Kana. If I'm yeah. bringing this up, like I am the biggest Dustin fan, and I'm probably yeah. one of the biggest Conor McGregor critics, but if I'm bringing this up, bro, like these are not excuses. These are what I saw. These are things that I saw. Uh, you know?
1: shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just re-watching this 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 thing. Like, yeah, he was in pain. He was in pain, mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah, man, like it, it wasn't gonna like um, they should have just pulled out, me. But another yeah. thing, the trash talk you call people pull out merchants, and you cannot go out and pull out yeah. yourself, you know. You can't do that, <laughs> you can't do that after calling people pull out merchants. <laughs> yeah. was- just imagine on the biggest fight, um, in the history of MMA, and then you pull out Kana pulling, yeah, like it's gonna look good,
0: Damn. But but the numbers, bro, the, the numbers look good though 1.8 million pay per view buys.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, It was yeah. It's the second highest UFC pay-per-view main event. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, first one was Khabib Connor, mm. and that was like two point four million. Bro. Like it's, it's that was the ten. that was
1: the first that was the first one in the UFC history, right? Yeah. What was the second one?
0: It's this week, this past weekend's one.
1: So it's Khan again. Yeah. Okay oh, so what was the third? Yeah. what oh wait what was the third one from, from number can't... 1 to number 5 it's it's all Connor. oh okay so, so conor is the greatest of all time when he came to ppv Vice in the us <laughs> right yeah, yeah let's he's... let's just leave it at the wait and even in boxing i think what's number 1 in boxing isn't he may may make
0: yeah it's mayweather and Benny pacquiao and then second is conor mcgregor and mayweather oh okay yeah so yeah, yeah they're, they're... There was no way that that wasn't going to be in the top five.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, two big superstars coming to collide from different sports, two two sports' biggest superstars. It was it was no match for any other pay per view. Yeah, but I, I want to see I want to see what they got after the after the pay per view buys. Yeah, after they, after the back end of the pay per view,
1: and you know I what's really the nice thing about, you know what's the nice thing about this thing, Khan is not a champion, so you cannot get the championship money. Dustin is not a champion, so there was no champion in that fight. There was no, so that means you want to share that pay per view together. That's the nicest thing about it.
0: Yeah, bro. You know, so, yeah, but but Dustin came in as the, as player one. Yeah. In, in this in this fight but yeah uh, I, th- I think i think we should move on to this weekend's card man because yeah like what's what's happening what's happening in the library division it's criminal it's really criminal you know mm. but before before we get to the main event of this weekend's squad like is there any other is there any fight that stands out to you from last week no from this weekends gone from this weekend coming not really hmm. <sighs> I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see Jeremy Stevens lightweight debut yeah. but I think Jeremy he's gonna Stevens,
1: I think yeah, I think he's, he's gonna like do what? just great he's just gonna he's gonna do just great
0: hmm.
1: yeah he's gonna do this he has nice power he can fight and yeah, man, that leg was gone. I'm um, just looking at it again, like it was really, really, really good. I don't know. I think it was muscles holding it in place. And yeah. they couldn't hold it any more, man. Like you can even see when he bounces, like the difference, like yeah, it was gone. Mm. It was gone. But yeah, Jeremy mm. Stevens um lightweight debut, man. I it's been a long time coming and I think he's gonna do exceptionally great. And yeah, yeah I can't wait for him to 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 go out and showcase his talent.
0: Because honestly, Jeremy Stevens wasn't meant to be a featherweight. Like yeah. now
1: he's got, he's
0: got the most losses in the UFC out of anybody else. So, yeah, <laughs> but I mean he's got more wins than he has losses, so it just it, mm. it goes to show how much experience he has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man. That's that's about it for me. That and the coming event. Honestly, I think they made this fight the common event just because, just because of Misha Tate's name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, seeing that it's a return, I'm, I'm always shaky about people coming back.
1: Coming yeah, back, yeah. After layoff, yeah. Yeah, and this wasn't
0: even a layoff; it was a retirement. So uh, I don't know, man.
1: I'm,
0: I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested, but I don't know what to make of it.
1: Yeah, but um, is it is it is it is it wrong for me to say let's rush into the main event?
0: No, let's go for it,
1: bro. Let's go for it. Can I start with the main event? The main event. I think they are trying to push Islam by all means. But I appreciate him for trying to learn English, though. I mean, they are all doing everything that Kabib. Oh come on, they are all doing what um Kabib did, right? Um, they are all trying to imitate Kabib. So I I think this is one of his um. Toughest um, um, challenges in the UFC against um, a game opponent, man. And Thiago Moy says his record is 15 and 4, and Islam is 19 and 1. But the issue with Islam Islam has not been tested yet in the UFC. He's been Mm -hmm. babied, and they're trying to build him to look like Khabib, and he will never be like Khabib. I I I I don't know because there was a time where he fought an opponent with a record of um, three and two. At that point, he's eighteen and one, and you're fighting someone who's three, three and two. So it's like, what the hell is UFC doing? So, do <laughs> you know about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I really didn't like what was happening with 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 all that um, shy over there, but. They're trying to build him up, and these opponents are not game. It's like people that he fought against were like 10 and 3, like not more than 10 fights up until he fought um Drew Dober. Which we can say, yeah, sure. It's it's the game opponent and all that. But yeah, man, it, it is what it is. And I I would really like to see how he looks like in this fight. Will he get challenged? Will he get because he's not as good. As everyone thinks he is, I think he's just, I don't know. Let's put aside my my, my dislike for these guys, man. Let's just put aside like my dislike for these guys. Like Karna said, and I respect Karna for that, he says Khabib was fighting people who were like 1 and 3, 30, and, 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 and he's in his father's own promotion, in his own father's gym, fighting all these people. And if you can check, his last 12 12 fights that um Islam Makachev had, all those people are unknown, all of them. All of them are unknown. You can't even Google them, you'll never even find them. And it's in Russia, Ukraine, right around this far. I'm, I'm not bad-mouthing this guy, I'm not bad-mouthing these guys, man, but it's listening. it's the honest truth, they are unknown. If you check, um, they say starting someone who's 10 and O, and then if you check um Francis Mlambo, Francis Mlambo is like 10 and three, right? But everyone knows who Francis Mlambo is if you Google Francis he's there and these guys fought people that you can't even google like what the hell
0: <laughs> okay let, let me let me just say...
1: L- listen to this I, I, there's one of, li- listen listen to this there's one of the guys that um Islam fought right he's 27 mm-hmm. and twelve as a pro okay. 27 and twelve however The guy is nowhere to be found.
0: I don't don't know. I don't don't know what goes on in Russia, bro. (laughs) I I am not the Russian ambassador, so I wouldn't know. And
1: he came with a a beautiful record in the UFC. UFC gave him a game opponent who was... um, who was actually, um, I think he was 26 or 25 and 6 at that time when he fought um Islam. And guess what happened? No, he was 27 and 7, 28 and 7 when he fought Islam. Makashev, guess what happened? Whatever. He knocked him the fuck out. He knocked um Islam the <laughs> fuck out. So he was just like, okay, okay. <laughs> we understand that this record has been paired. So let's give him some uh, below competition to build him up. So that's what happened.
0: Bro, listen here. I, I I disagree. I disagree with you. I completely disagree. I'm
1: yeah, looking at the facts. I'm, I'm looking at the no, stats, no, bro. I'm happened. looking at the yeah. damn stats.
0: That happened. That that happened. Like I I don't I don't I don't disagree that he got knocked the fuck out, right? Yeah. But when you look at when you look at what's been happening recently with his career, he's been calling mm-hmm. out these guys that are ranked higher than him, but now. Everybody's he's he's bla- he's the most blatantly avoided guy I've ever seen in the UFC, even more than Habib, right? Mm-hmm. Like now, the opponents that he's getting is what he can get, what the UFC can feed to him, you know. So when when the top fifteen guys when they all avoid you, what's the UFC gonna do? Like some some of the guys who are close to the top fifteen. They're not gonna to want to fight him. They're not gonna to want to fight uh, Islam. They're gonna be like, no, no, give me somebody else. Uh, just, sh- Mister Mister Sean Shelby, try and yeah. navigate my career away, away from Islam. You know that's mm-hmm. that's what they're gonna do. They're not gonna want that smoke, bro, because they know. Mm-hmm. You, you see his record, right? It's yeah. He's taken less strikes than Habib, like on average. He's his average takedowns. A bit look. They look better than Habib. His takedown accuracy looks better than Habib. His takedown defense. Habib has never been taken down, but he did get taken down when he fought in Abu Dhabi against. Um, mm. I can't remember the opponent's name, but it was a day, it was a day that Habib fought Dustin. Yeah. Um. But right now, bro, like Islam Makhachev is. It was the, um Davy Ramos yes yes so honestly bro islam is the most blatantly ducked opponent in the ufc he's the most blatantly ducked fighter in the ufc probably ever Mm -hmm. like nobody in the in the ufc lightweight division wants to fight him and yeah when he first came into the ufc he was he was still green and everything but judging from his recent performances the guy looks like a destroyer of worlds, man. Like, he's... Tiago Moises is a game opponent. Don't get me wrong. Tiago Moises is a game opponent, bro. He he wants it. But I don't think... I would disagree with him when he says he has the, the grappling advantage over Islam Makhachev. Because I honestly think that Islam could be a lot better than Habib. Or well, not a lot better, but he could be better. On the stand-up, yes. He could be better than Habib.
1: No. Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, man, I don't. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't see anybody in the, from number fifteen to number ten beating him. Well, I actually don't. What's what, what what
1: what what what's, what's the record of Thiago Moses? Fifteen and four, right? What's the record of Islam? Twenty and something. Like, come on, man. Come on. Don't don't, don't be saying don't don't be saying this, man. Don't be saying Tiago Moses is a more game they're just feeding these guys to Islam give yeah. give give good guys to Islam then you will see um it's like you know, Dustin Poirier. Right? it's like it's like it's like dust. Like you know yeah
0: listen bro what I'm saying is Tiago Moises is gay because he will go in there and he will fight right I'm not saying he's gonna be better than than Islam but he will go in there and fight you're gonna have to take the victory from him that's what I mean mm-hmm. but okay. Honestly, I, I can't name anybody from from number ten, from number fifteen to number five. I can't name I can't name anybody who can beat Islam, because right now from number what from number number ten to five, from fifteen to five. Like right on, now, I have to. I think what I think what Islam should do. Yeah, is just keep calling out Tony Ferguson, and Tony Ferguson will take that fight.
1: Yeah, Ferguson, and that will be the end of Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson yeah. should just wait for Conor McGregor, make money, get knocked the hell out, and then we both retire.
0: Yeah, man. But honestly, if 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 Islam puts out a big performance this weekend, calls out Tony Ferguson, and Tony Ferguson agrees, then I don't know, man. Conor McGregor is going to be nowhere. It's going to be nowhere to be found. Right. So I think you should do that and then take Tony Ferguson's rank. But then nobody can nobody can avoid him. You know.
1: Yeah. At this like moment. Right yeah. no one, he, no
0: one. He, he, Right now they, they all have the excuse that no, he's not ranked high enough, you know. But when where's where's Tony Ferguson? Number seven, right? Number mm. six or, no, five. Tony Ferguson's actually number five now. So, bro, if Islam gets into the top five, it's going to be pandemonium. It's just going to be war. Like, I I think he will <laughs> run through that top five, bro. Like, it's going to be tough, but he will run through it, and he will be champ.
1: But as we, soon as, uh, long as Dustin is still around, that's not going to be possible. I think Dustin is going to run that division for <laughs> a some time, bro. Dustin's going to run that division. Mark my words on that. No, um, Tony Ferguson is number seven. Kana is number six. Michael Chandler is number five. Benil is number four. um Justin Gage is number three. No, sorry. Dustin Puri is number one, right? Number two is Justin yeah. Gage. Number three is Benil Derouge. Number four is Michael Chandler. Number five is Kana McGregor. Number six is Tony Ferguson. Number seven is RDA. And... Mm-hmm. Number oh shit the tough spot right there, yeah. Number eight, number seven it's um RDA, number eight yeah. is Islam Makachev, number nine it's um Dan oh. Hooker, and then number ten is Gregor Gillespie.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's th- this this might be yeah, Conn Con between a rock and a hard place, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's just killers around him. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't see, I don't see him beating any of these killers, man. Like with the way that he is now, I, I don't see it. I don't
1: the see the it only like two people that I see kind of beating in 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 in, in this, um, it's Charles Oliveira I and so. Charles Oliveira, Michael Chandler, and Tony Ferguson.
0: I only see him beating Michael Chandler and Tony Ferguson bro. I don't I don't I really don't see him beating Charles.
1: Charles yes. Charles if, that if chin Charles, is gone, Charles man. Charles
0: him down, he's gonna keep him down.
1: But that chin is gone. And what? that's what I'm gonna see. That Michael that Charles Oliveira chin is gone, and that's what's what's going to happen when he faces um Dustin Poirier. Dustin's <laughs> gonna knock his legs out inside first round, either first round or early second round. Mark my wits on that one. And I'm going to take actually bet on that fight. Dustin Poirier knocks out Charles Oliveira. That, that, have a rematch with. Have a rematch. Have a rematch uh, with Justin Gagey. Beat the shit out of Justin Gagey or take it to a decision. And then the fight with Benil um, falls down. Then the return of Conor McGregor with Dustin Poirier. That's how I see it. Hmm. He's going to beat Charles Oliveira. Re, um, fight Justin Gagey. Go to a decision with Gagey and then mm. the fight is going to be set up between him and Daniel DeRouche, and he's going to fall out, that Conor McGregor steps in.
0: Look, here's here's what I think should happen, right? I think yeah. Conor McGregor should leave the Tony Ferguson fight. I don't think he should take on Tony Ferguson. Right? This, Why? this is just a thought that just popped up in my mind, because if Tony Ferguson takes the <clears throat> takes the Islam-Mukhashev fight after this fight, right, mm. if he takes on Islam, then what would be the point of Connor and Tony fighting? You know, there's, there's there's not a lot of money behind that fight. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a big fight, lots of fans, but there's there's an even bigger fight than that.
1: Mm. Nate Diaz. years. We'll, 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 yeah we will see, man. But from what Dana said, it looks like whenever Conor comes back, he's guaranteed a title shot against Dustin Poirier, which is a rematch, right? And which, what which I mean. is what Kana which is what Conor is doing as well.
0: Yeah, that's what I was also thinking because he could he could actually go from two losses to a title fight.
1: Yeah, and you know what they went to say? Um it's Kana, he didn't actually lose that fight just because of an injury. Yeah. He showed images that he broke his feet in the in the in the preparations to a fight. And if we need closure to that fight. And let's say mm-hmm. he goes in and knocks down and knocks out Dustin Poirier, right? Let's just say he goes in and knock out Dustin it's Poirier, So <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, they, they just might
1: be a fight. <laughs> I, I told you, man, this is never, ever, ever going to end, bro, until Kana gets that win. And Dustin is not going anywhere anytime soon. He's going to enjoy this new phone fame. He's going to enjoy the money, try to make as much money as possible to make sure that when he retires, it, 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 it it's, he's set for life, right? And yeah, I, I see him...
0: His, his family is going to be set for life after these next two years.
1: Yeah. So it's just it's clear, bro. Justin is, is going to knock Charles Oliveira out. Charles is, is, is Andy Ruiz, man. You saw how Andy Ruiz was after beating Anthony Joshua. That's how Charles is at the moment. I saw it in his eyes. He feels like he's on top of the wall, which is good, though. But you cannot go in there like with, with someone like Dustin Corey and be feeling like that. Ask Kana, ask Kana, how did that go when he landed with yeah. a, a, a flipping yacht in, in, in um, Emirates? To come fight Dustin, <laughs> it doesn't end well.
0: I don't think Charles Oliveira is gonna be that bad, right? But um, because if you look at the guy, he's come up, right? It was much tougher than Connor's come up. Like he mm-hmm. was not handed anything; he had to grind to get to that title shot. You know, like maybe maybe that might have happened with Michael Chandler, you know, but I don't I don't think so. But it was, it was more of a possibility with Michael Chandler because mm. Michael Chandler came from one fight, came with one fight in the UFC into a title shot. But yeah. Charles Oliveira, it was a lot longer. It was a long journey. You know? Mm. So, and this is a guy who hasn't moved out of the favelas. Yeah. So I, I really don't think that he will get to that level of of brashness I don't maybe in the way mm-hmm. he dresses. Yeah. Cause that that gold suit it looked it looked boss, bro. It looked boss, I have to say that. Like I'm not mm-hmm. a person who likes shit that's that's flashy, but that looked boss.
1: You know when is Mango Chandler getting a fight though?
0: I I don't know. I really don't know. Like <laughs> It's just been silenced from this side. You know, I haven't seen I haven't seen any any tweet that's any controversial tweet, anything that's that says something, anything of substance from Michael Chan.
1: He's begging Justin for a fight. Him and Justin should just fight. That's it. He's really begging yeah. Justin just Gage you for a fight.
0: That would be a fun fight to
1: watch. Because what I see now is Justin Gagey versus Beniel Darouche. That's what I see coming.
0: Mm-hmm. And, those two, are and
1: good huh?
0: I'm saying those two are quite good friends, actually.
1: Is it? But yeah. it might happen. And when that... You know Dustin will fight anyone. He fought Cowboy Ronnie. Like, he would fight anyone. And when that happens, then I see, oh, yeah, yeah. They're really great, great, great friends, right? But if, this is the mm-hmm. sportsman. man. Kamaru Usman had to fight... Um, who's that guy yes. who picked? Cowboy, yeah, exactly. And then what I see is Michael Chandler, he's hoping, because Kana is just one spot away from him, he's hoping that the UFC say, hey, Charles, uh, Michael, um, there's someone who's below you. <laughs> he's hoping for that, bro. Like, he's hoping for that. And you could see it even in his, in his interviews, though. But um, then I see RDA versus Michael Chandler or Tony Ferguson versus Michael Chandler going forward. But um, without wasting any time, what's your pick um, for this weekend's uh, main event?
0: Well, for me, it's obvious, bro. Islam. Like, yeah, Tiago Moises is a game opponent, highly motivated. But I don't know if, I don't think it's going to be enough against Islam. Like, I really think Islam will take it in. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. I'm gonna say third round submission. Third round submission for me, right? Yeah. Um, for me, I'm just gonna be watching this, and yeah, I'm just gonna be watching. I'm not even gonna watch. I'm gonna wake up Sunday morning and check. I'm, I'll wait for you when we do a podcast to tell me who won. Anyway, I don't watch. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest with you, man. I don't like this um, Dagestani reds, man. So I'm not even gonna waste <laughs> my time by watching the fight. Got better things to do here.
0: Wow, you you, you you're just a wrestling hater, bro. You just hate wrestling. Just, I don't hate wrestling.
1: It. I love wrestling. No, I love wrestlers. I, I love DC. No, I love DC. I I do love wrestlers. I have a lot of respect for wrestlers, but I just don't like, like those. Those guys are rats, man. And they want to act behind this noble type of shit character and act as if like they are holier than thou. That this, they are not all that. <laughs> they know it deep down in their souls. They are not all that. They're just. Rats from the mountains of Dagestan. That's it. <laughs> that try to act like some type of way. Just don't like these guys, man. That's it. I okay.
0: That, that's, Dustin, that's Dustin,
1: listen, listen, listen. Dustin Puria knocked out Kana McGregor twice. Do I hate Dustin Purier? <laughs> no. Exactly. <laughs> Nate years choked the hell out of Kana. Do I hate Nate Years? Nope. Bro, everybody loves Nate Diaz. Oh,
0: shit, hold hold up, hold up, before we go, hold up, we're getting two Diaz brothers in one year, bro.
1: Yeah, 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 that's what I saw as well, what do you think, how do you think that one's going to go, though?
0: Bro, Nick Diaz has been out for for a little too long, bro, like, Robbie Lawler's been active, so, my money's on Robbie Lawler, I think Robbie Lawler should just use this as his retirement fight. Why do you think so? bro, is he is he still an elite opponent? Is he I still going to Ro- fight? Like, do 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 you really think he could still fight the young guys and make a title run?
1: I think Robbie Lola should go to Bellator, make as much money as possible. He'll be able to get into into being a champion at Bellator and then retire. That's what I think. I,
0: I don't know, man. Like, I. I really don't like seeing
1: guys. <laughs> oh. I really
0: don't, don't like seeing guys go from UFC champion to UFC yeah. to to afterthought to champion in uh-huh. a different organization. Because that just shits on that organization. It also shit it shits on that fighter. It also shits on that organization that he, he's become champion right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like it it makes it harder to look at the young talent that's coming through mm. that that organization that might be champ, that might be yeah. UFC champ one day, you know. So I like seeing guys retire on top. I like see, I mm. like seeing them. I uh, I don't like it when when guys become a cautionary tale and then yeah go dominate another organization. It's just bullshit to me. Like mm. if you're gonna retire, retire on top. Preserve your legacy. Do something else, yeah. man. Find
1: find something to do. Tell Canna, tell that to Conor McGregor. So the real estate agent is out of rankings and is busy running his mouth. He has a career though in real estate. He should go <laughs> fucking sell um, houses and leave real fatters <laughs> alone. But anyway, uh like Yeah, he's been removed from from, from 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 um UFC rankings along with Kevin Lee.
0: Yeah, Kevin Lee should have been removed a while ago. Like I haven't seen much from him. Like other than mm. that Gregor Gillespie knockout, mm-hmm. he hasn't been performing though. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But he's 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 been he's been marred by injuries and all of that shit. Like every time I get excited for
1: Kevin Lee return, mm. boom,
0: another injury hits. Like fuck.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. really bad for him. Yeah. But um as we sum up. So you chose um Islam makachev, right? yeah, yeah, my pick of the my pick of the night is I hope they knock each other out, <laughs> same way <laughs> as Nadia's always making it doesn't matter, yeah, they knock double knock out that's my peak of the week, yeah,
0: <laughs> imagine you actually cash money on that, and then boom, it happens <laughs>
1: <laughs> you
0: could be a millionaire bro
1: <laughs> Ew, bro, bro, so yeah. That's my peak of, 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 of the week. I don't care about those guys. I, I wish the other guy wins, but I cannot wish bad on another fighter though. But yeah, it is what it is, man. And whatever happens, happens. And yeah, it's a double knockout for me.
0: Yeah, man. But yeah, let's let's wrap it up. Plug plug your socials, bro. Plug your socials.
1: Um, you can catch me live on mma.boxing news South Africa at Instagram and Facebook, Mma.boxing S A. And, yeah, we arrived in Vegas as well. There's an embedded video.
0: (laughs) A homemade embedded video.
1: Yeah, a homemade embedded video. You know, um, since we're having a YouTube channel as well, so I I was learning how to edit videos. You know, you need to learn these skills so we can be able to do it ourselves indoors. So, yeah, I was just playing around and learning how to do things myself. And, yeah, that's how I managed to do it. But catch me on MMA.BoxingNewsSA for results for this upcoming fight um, during the weekend. So, yeah, that's it for me. Instagram, Facebook, MMA.BoxingNewsSA.
0: Yeah, man. And you can catch me on Instagram at Kingbase underscore. You know, I'll be doing... I'll try to do more live videos. You know, I'll, I'll try, but my, my live videos don't, don't get a lot of views. So it's basically a video call, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'll i try and do more live videos soon. You know, um, we're gonna upload we're gonna upload more videos on the YouTube channels yeah, into the yeah. base podcast on YouTube. Click the subscribe button, click the bell button. Make sure you get all the notifications. And on Twitter, it's at at into base. So from from us, it's been a it's been a great week. You know, interesting week. But yeah, we we might have a good weekend of fights. Let's see what happens, you
1: know? Yeah, let's now see these what These underrated happens.
0: cards usually over deliver. So Yeah, yeah. Let's see let's let's see what happens.
1: Yeah, but from myself, man, yeah, it's been a while. I wish you a great weekend, I heard. And yeah, we'll see you on Monday. Stay safe and see you next week, guys. Peace out.
0: Cheers, everybody.